0: Log Talk Radio. don't know how sound is going to be on day, or how the Okay, it sounds like it's going to be okay. But we'll find out. Lord, for your excellence. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your understanding for your faithfulness and your consistency. There is none like you, the perfect Trinity, the Father, the Son, and your Holy Spirit. You loved us unconditionally. You've been patient with us more than we would ever found or understood. I love you, God. You always love us. Forgive us. You always protect us. Okay, okay, okay. We are back on the air. We were dropped. I tried to do the blog talk this morning by Via. Laptop, various things And it kept dropping And things of that sort So we are back On the air We've already prayed I thank Pastor Troy for covering for Minister Sylvia On Friday night um, If you hear any noises or anything in the background I'm still at the hospital With Minister Sylvia As she's recovering and um, From the things that uh, The Lord has blessed her To miraculously recover from So I'm going to be using an illustration Today Of a truly Dead Computer One of those computers Where You push the power button And The Light comes on Sometimes the light comes on Quickly and goes right back off Sometimes a light Comes on for a few seconds But then it goes back off again Sometimes a light Even comes on that says power For a few minutes But the screen Never shows any life There's never Any sound On the computer The laptop Because it's dead Now I want you to remember That illustration And we're going to come back to it So Many times we've heard About computers crashing We've heard about um, Them dying But I want us To talk about The body Being like a computer Both naturally And spiritually It's been said that The cells in a computer Are like a a, a Tiny quantum computer That their biology Is Similar to That of a human being It's just that human beings Don't have a central processing um, Center It's said that the Human beings Might Uh, Be similar to having every cell in our body similar to a computer But see, I don't agree with that Where it says that the human body is different From a computer or laptop Whether they want to say that central processing place Is our brain Or whether they want to say it's our So, but for me, I say that that central processing area in a Christian's life should be the indwelling of God's Holy Spirit. It should be the Word of God that we prayed and meditated on all day and night. It should be the Word made flesh in us where we're starting to look like Jesus, sound like Jesus. And when people even see us, they're like, hmm. I know that's a child of God, but I'm talking about the life of what? That's right, of a Christian. Not someone playing church. Not someone who is so busy looking on at their past and celebrating their past that they forget to celebrate what God is doing right now and what he's going to do. Sidebar, when I look at people and I see their clothes is just as tight as they were before they got saved, their boobies are out, like before they got saved, their pants are so tight till if they sneeze, they're going to bust, just like they did before they got saved. They're still twerking and jerking all over the floor like they said before they got saved. When I see the men that are sleeping around and and making, I'll just say it, fools out of the girls that they're lying to, telling them they're not married and that they're gonna marry them just to get a, a piece of what some people call coochie or whatever it is, but they have no intention of marrying her. They just want to get their little Jones off. But they say they say. Well, if you go back to that illustration that I shared earlier, if they were truly dead to sin when that computer died and the screen wouldn't show anymore, we wouldn't see the evidence of the fornicator. We wouldn't see the evidence of the person that uh, wants to celebrate uh, their boobies hanging out, or their their butt hanging out, or um, so short Daisy Dukes. Uh, you wouldn't see them um, put on so much makeup until you're like, where's the real person? My sister had shown me a photo of someone, and I tried to pray to see that that was a lady. But if after she told me it was a lady. But I couldn't see the person as a lady. And then when my sister shared some things with me, I had prayed. And I said, God, I pray that one day that lady can do the things that she needs to do so that she can show the lady on the inside of her. But what I also forgot to say was the lady that's on the inside of her that has the Holy Ghost, the word of God on the inside of her. The one that believes in our heart that Jesus was virgin born. The one that knows that he's our savior, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. The one that knows that by the blood of Jesus, he's already bought us. The one that knows that by the wounds of Jesus Christ, we're already healed. We're already whole. But see, in order to know that, we need to look at the illustration that I used of the computer that was dead. See, the brain in a person's um, head is where the data and the impulses and everything are processed, the outputs are processed. It's in the neurological system of the body. But that's in the natural. But don't you know that you've got to be hooked up to God spiritually too so that those things that humanity says that are okay you know celebrating all the fleshly things versus the spiritual things that you can be dead to that I can't say that I'm there but that's my prayer As God help me to be dead to those lights that light up for a little while for a few minutes Let me be so dead to them that they don't light up just like that screen never showed an inkling of the power getting to it. But see, in order for me to get to that place, that means that I have to allow the power of the Holy Ghost to take charge. You know, when I want to be angry, I submit to the love of God. When I want to be unforgiving, I submit to the endowment of the Holy Spirit. When that guy comes that I've always liked since so-and-so, so-and-so days, that I'm able to look at him and not tell him like um, Beyonce said, can you put a ring on it? Are you saved? And can you put a ring on it? Because if you can put a ring on it, but you're not saved, that means now I'm unequally yoked. It brings about a whole nother rule of lights on, lights off in a situation that should be dead, because I should be dead to sin. But see, when we as believers try to yoke up with an unbeliever, the things of fornication and adultery and porn and masturbation and all of those things become those power buttons because now you may be married to somebody. The only way that they can touch you is if they watch a porn movie. Oops, I think I just touched somebody right there. Yeah, I meant it. If they've got to watch a porn movie in order to touch you, there's something wrong with that. So please make sure the person you would say, not acting safe, not pretending to be safe, Now, what about when that brain of yours tells you that pride is okay? What about when that brain of yours tells you that vanity is okay? What about when it tells you murder and lying and cheating and stealing and greed is okay? You may say, but I don't steal. You may not be stealing money, but are you stealing things? I know somebody, she may not steal your perfume, but she might steal your perfume box. That's a whole other message too. Are you stealing time? Not just on your job, but do you give God the time? He said to seek him early. Mm. Do you give God the time that he's asked you for? Do you give your family and your friends and your clubs and yourself more time than you give God? And you say, but he knows my heart. You're right. He does. He knows that it's wicked. Now, what about the fact that in a computer, it has a memory and a storage capacity that's very large? And usually when the electrical signals in the computer are in place, the nerve cells can retrieve and transmit data. And it also can connect and reach logical working conclusions. Now that's in the natural, that the computer does that and that the human body does that. But see, in the supernatural, we need to make sure that those memories and that storage capacity is full of the Word of God. Are you meditating on His Word day and night? When you feel like getting angry, when that yeah, you know, that light comes on again on on that on that dead computer, that dead laptop, does the Word of God pop up and say, "Be angry"? Sin not. Does the Word of God pop up and say, take the bolt out of your own eye instead of taking the speck out of theirs? Does the Word of God pop up and say, love them that persecute you? Mm. Mama, mama, Do good to them. Mm. Mama, my, mama, my, mama, mama. It's just to love your enemy Not just your family Not just the people you love But love that person that you know envies you That you know is jealous of you That you know is covetous of you To love them To pray that they come into the knowing Of who Christ is Now that right there That's some work But see it ain't logical Because logical says They was flirting with your man You got a right To be mad with them But see the spiritual says Christ says to love your wife Like Christ loves the church So when that man of God Starts loving me Like Christ loves the church I ain't going to have to worry about him or that girl Or that guy Uh huh we're going there today Computers Are said to be fast And some say they're even faster Than the human Body In the way they communicate I don't believe that See like I told you There's a lot of things that man says And they've done research and statistics On it that I don't agree with But you want to know why I don't (laughs) King of kings Lord of lords all-knowing, all-powerful, forever-present. How can God be King of kings, Lord of lords, Alpha and Omega, at the beginning and the end, and a computer that was made after he were allowed to be created can now be faster than him? I don't care what you say. That makes no sense. Um, The other day, um, my sister... Was talking about something And she was saying how one thing Didn't line up with the other thing And it's true Because You cannot say that God Is the king of kings, lord of lords And all knowing and then now try to claim That a computer Is faster than the human body No Think about this You've got to plug up a computer to keep it alive. You got to keep a active working battery in it for it to work. Whether you use a solar system. Guess what? We don't need to be plugged up to anything but God. And there's a whole bunch of people not plugged up to him, but they're still living, they're still breathing, and they're still carrying on all of their mess. So how could something that needs to be plugged in and rejuvenated all the time say that it's faster or better than a human? Uh Uh-uh, God created us. And just like the emotion or the art of love has been given to us and endowed within us from God's Holy Spirit, and from our walk in faith of God's Word, to know that we are to reflect the things of the Holy ghost and the natural and the supernatural, He gives us power, he gives us love, he gives us self-discipline, he gives us power that many people don't even understand, me included. there are some things that God has done. I'm going to tell you a simple another illustration. I wanted to go to this particular restaurant because I had been at the hospital all day with my sister and for some reason my card would never work. It just kept getting an error, it kept getting an error. The third time it happened, I turned to God and I said, God, if you're not letting this go through, you must be saying not to go there. And then I used the same card and had something delivered, something that cost less. But guess what? It was delivered and the payment went through. So God was trying to tell me, "Uh uh-uh, don't go over there by yourself this time of night. And I was okay with that. I was bold enough to say to God, I thank you. For blocking whatever could have been intended Because I don't know what was intended I don't know what was going on But one thing I do know for sure Is that the same car With the same amount of money Did not go through For me to go over in that neighborhood To pick up that food I got it the next day Because my nephew um, Stanley went with me to pick it up But we also had His little sister, as we call her, they call her Maple. I call her Granny Puppy. And she was barking. Let someone come near his car that she didn't like. She was letting it be known, I am in here and I will hurt you. (laughs) So it was all good. I was like, okay. So you may say, but what does this have to do with the illustration? Just like the laptop. was dead, and it wouldn't work. It may look like it was going to power up at any time. We must be dead to the sins that God has delivered us from. Some people are dead to smoking. Some people are dead to drinking. Some people are dead to fornicating. Some people are dead to this, that, greed, here, there. But then some people are fighting certain fights. So when you push that button to turn it on, it not only lights up, the computer is not dead. It comes on for a little while. But we've got to get to the point to it can light up all at once, but there's no response from us because the Holy Ghost has already filled that void. The Word of God has already filled that void. So nothing and nobody can bring that sin back to you. Nothing and nobody can make you return to that vomit again because you've been delivered for real. Acts 2 and 38 says, repent, let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you said you repented, maybe you just haven't received the gifts of the Holy Spirit yet. I can tell you that in the time of deliverance that God has given me to the various struggles and sins in my life, when I overrode the Holy Spirit, My growth was overridden, as they would say. So I wasn't able to grow in God and in the things of God so that I could be dead to those sins because my mind and my natural heart actually didn't want to let it go in the first place. So then I had to go to the root because the Holy Spirit... Was there all the time He hadn't left me But I kept overriding him Because I thought that this fleshly desire Was more than he was So I had to start to boldly proclaim The gospel of Jesus Christ Applicable to whatever The thing I was struggling with The word says to be holy for I am holy Talking about God so guess what I had to keep saying? God, thank you for your imputed holiness. When I will to do wrong, God, thank you for your imputed Holy Spirit on the inside of me, your imputed righteousness, your grace and your mercy, God. Thank you. I had to start declaring it over me until my body, lined up with the Holy Spirit, Till I stopped overriding the Holy Spirit And you're like Well what kind of Holy Spirit is that That will let you override Him. The kind That is not going to act like a burglar or a robber He's not going to make you do anything But in your weaknesses He will help you to be strong So when you pray and you ask God, God, take this appetite from me. Take this desire from me. God, let my desires and my will be your will. Let my motives and my agendas be your word. Let the operation of your Holy Spirit in my life be your way. Romans 8 and 26 says, Let Why? The Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Can you imagine the Holy Spirit on the inside of you? My, 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 my Is interceding for you And yet Jesus sitting on the right hand Of the Father Is interceding for you And then you interceding for yourself According to the will of God The word of God My, 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 my You become like that laptop Dead So sooner or later I forgot to tell you this part You want to know why? the laptop was able to light up because I had it plugged in. But see, if I wanted to unplug it, which I did, then every time I pushed down the power button, it wouldn't have lit up at all because it too would have been dead. But I had that external source that I was allowing to try to introduce itself computer. So what is that thing on the outside that you keep allowing to introduce itself into your life when it should be a dead situation? Ha! Ooh, Lord, I, I could shout off of that. Lord, 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 that spoke to me. What is that at, in, internal or external simulation that you're using to try to light up a dead situation? That's a whole bunch of so-called Christians that's allowing Too many external things To try to light up a dead situation In your life And one of a few things Are going to happen Either you're going to become a reprobate And become a <laughs> Agent of that reprobate state Or you're going to Say no God I receive that in my weakness, you've been my strong, my strong power, my strength in the midst of the battle, my calm in the midst of the storm. God, you've been there. Ephesians 3, I'm going to read a little of the verses, 16 and 19. It says, and he would grant you according to the riches of glory to be strengthened with might through through his Holy Spirit and inner man, Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what in the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ Which passes knowledge That you may be filled With all Not some But all of the fullness of God Many people may Be looking at why you're struggling Have you been filled with the fullness of God? Are you trying to Yield and submit to his Holy Spirit And Is unctioning Are you trying to identify With Christ Or this world Is going to the club More important to you And twerking And revealing Your body Because he said first A dress in modern attire So if you're in In this modern um, Attire That's also modest you're good. But when you're in the modest attire that's modern, that's showing I used to always say, Man, they're you know, your clothes are so tight so you're showing your ovaries or your clothes are so tight you're showing where your um well, I'll just say your private parts, talking about the man too. Because sometimes we're so busy using our body To attract that so-called husband or wife Till we forget He that finds The wife finds a good thing If God wants you to be found And you're going to those places That he's assigned you to go to You'll be found But if you go out there and you find them You're going to find all the luggage That go with them Because see we have to deny our flesh For Romans 8 and 2 says for the law of the Spirit of the life is Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Are you free from sin and death? Is Christ in you? Let's read this other scripture. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of the righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who ro- rose or risen Christ from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So what spirit dwelling in you? When people see you, are they seeing Jesus? Or they're still seeing you and saying, "I'm just saying." Some people say, "Well, I can't get there because the church goes and the church did this to me. My ex did that to me. Racism and sexism and institutionalism and systemic this and systemic that. Light-skinned people and the dark-skinned people and the yellow people and the white people and the black people." And this prejudice or this pain or this lack of treatment or this, this, this. Okay, after all the this and all the that's, did you really lay it at the altar? Did you really repent and give it to God or give it to him? Let him have it. This. The Holy Spirit of God truly dwell on the inside of you, according to 1 Corinthians 3 and 16. He's your helper. He'll sanctify you. He makes us more and and more like Christ every day. We'll be Christ-like, the greatest example. He'll help us to do the will of the Father. That's what the Holy Spirit will do for us. He'll give us the gifts of the ministry that we need to embrace and allow God to use us as instruments in the kingdom for. Oh, my goodness, don't even talk about agape love. The love that God gives us is greater than the love that we can even have towards a man or a woman. If you're married and you're having a problem with loving your spouse, ask God to impart his love in you. That he has For your spouse Ask him to change your appetite Of love Into his agape love Not this love that's wishy-washy And on and off That the world teaches us See our hope Has to be inside The word of God In the power of God In the very presence of God In the prayers of God in being an advocate for Christ And knowing that we as Christians can do everything that God wants us to do because God specializes in the impossible. He specializes in those things that are natural, that he gives us the ability to be supernatural with. God looks at every part of our lives, and he can help us to overcome whatever it is in our lives we need to overcome. I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what I know. Another illustration, growing up as a child, me and my sister, um, Minister Sylvia, were like connected at the hip. We couldn't go anywhere without each other. We couldn't do anything without each other. We were in church all the time, even when we were going to the club. But, yeah, a lot of times we were leaving the church going to the club because we had to be there. And we were changing in the car or wherever because we wasn't wearing our church clothes to the club. But we had to understand that our mother was praying for us. Our aunties and uncles were praying for us. And as we ourselves wanted to be free, we didn't know anything about the sexual immoralities and things that the world offered, but it was very enticing. So we wanted to dress like the people in the world and act like the people in the world, but we couldn't do it. No matter what we did, we couldn't fit in. So we started coming up with our own dance, our own way of dressing, our own this, our own that. And people started copying off of us, and we know this, goodness. we? go to the club, they want to dance like us. We go in and wear this, they want to do this like us. Why? Because we still stood out. That's right, we still stood out in the crowd. Although they didn't like us, they did everything they could to try to be like us. So what am I saying? I'm saying whether it's the sexual immoralities or the social sins of the world, people are going to hate you. They're going to be angry with you. They're going to be jealous of you. They're going to have various selfish ambitions. And sometimes those are going to be us. But see, when you get on the Lord's side, you say, God, turn my selfish ambitions into selfless ambitions for you, God. Because, God, I want to have the fruit of the spirit of love and joy and peace and forbearance and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Because your word says, Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, and let us keep in step with the Spirit, let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. See, that's what the Word says, because the world... Wants you to walk in things that are conceited and envious. You know, everybody got through a butt shot or this shot or that shot. But where is the unity in the pictures? I'm not talking about the unity in sin, but where is the unity in the love of God? The sisterhood, the brotherhood of God. Well, God's going to give us deliverance if we want to be delivered. Because Romans talks about um, people that were one to Christ. Romans talks about holy living. Romans talks about gifts of God. Go read it. You can even go over to Hebrews and learn about the praise of God. Read it for yourself. Meditate it on day and night. Telling about the spirit of love and how to enjoy a true experience of joy. Not happiness, but joy. Do you really know the difference between happiness and God-given joy? My, 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 my. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord surpasses all understanding. Do you know what it is to have the peace and the joy of the Lord? Do you know what it is to have so much joy in your heart that even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of trials, it says, I feel joy bells ringing in my soul. Joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells. Joy bells, joy bells keep ringing in my soul. It's something about when you got joy, you don't even care about what you sound like because you got joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells, joy bells, joy bells, bells keep ringing in my soul. And this joy is from God. Not the joy from payday, because we know people get pretty happy on payday. Not the joy that you have when that person makes your favorite meal. And me and Pastor Troy was laughing about that. I had this thing. I don't know. It was just something about growing up. When my mama make a pound cake, I would cut off the whole top of the pound cake and eat it. And she'd be say people don't just want the bottom half. They want the whole pound cake. If I bake a cake for somebody, I've gotta give them the top of it too. But God delivered me from that. You all might say that's nothing. You have no idea. It was a big thing for me to stop eating the top of that cake. Ah, to talk about addictions to this, addictions to that. Man, that addiction I had for the top of that pound cake. Ooh, Lord, let let's not even go there. So if you haven't heard anything else On today I pray that you heard That we need to be like that laptop So dead That if I didn't plug it up to an outlet for The power Light wouldn't have even lit up Where it was on and off On for a few seconds On for a few minutes But not only was the power not there, and even when I left it hooked up and it stayed on for a few minutes, there was no reaction. There was no response. When you see that old flame, is there still a response? When you see your favorite drink or your favorite meal or the top of that pound cake, Is there a response or are you dead to it? And then you look at it and say, I know you, I see you. For this enemy that I see today, I will see no more. Because the Holy Spirit has given me the empowerment of the spiritual gifts that God has given me. He's empowered me to proclaim Jesus Christ. He's empowered me to worship and to worship God in spirit and in truth. And I just have this one thing to say. I don't believe what I'm about to say is going to make y'all so upset. But please stop calling the Holy Spirit an it. If you read in the word, it calls him a he. And he shall. And he shall. Jesus is a he. Don't be calling him the man upstairs. Don't be calling him anything other than what God told us his name is, Emmanuel, Jesus, the Christ. The Holy Spirit is a he, not an it. He, the Holy Spirit, will empower you. He will speak through you, he will sing through you, he will help you with giving thanks to God, He will help you with submitting to God, He will help you with worshiping God in spirit and in truth, He will bring those songs and those melodies and those uh, scriptures back to your remembrance. He will do it, not it he I'm about to just really go there with you. He, he 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 he. Not a he 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 ha ha ha, but a he a he a he. He leads us, the Holy Spirit of God. You know, I understand how sometimes we'll say the Holy Spirit of God, but when we say, you know, it, you know, the Holy Spirit, it does this. Holy Spirit, it does that. Well, question, can your husband or your wife call you an it? Oops, a whole other message. Can your children call you an it instead of mom or dad? Are you an it? Can the people on your job, the ones that work for you right next to you, above you, can they call you an it? Or are you a he or a she? When we talk about the baptism And we talk about Healing And we talk about rebirth And we talk about um, Deliverance That thing That you want to be delivered from Do you call it an it or do you name it? Do you need a softened heart So you named it? Do you need to be delivered from Fornication, unforgiveness Adultery, you name it. Do you need to be delivered from lying and cheating and greed and stealing? Do you need to be delivered from the hurt of the racism and the sexism and the institutionalism and the systemic this and that and the prejudice and the lack of this or the lack of that? You name it. Do you need him to give you a way of escape? What are What is he giving you that way of escape from? Name it. What is that temptation? What is that thing you're praying for? What is that solution that God is giving you? What is that thing he told you to help somebody with or to give to somebody? What are the miracle signs and wonders that he wants to use you to do? If you haven't heard anything else on today, with all certainty, I pray that you heard whatever appetite it is, whatever thing it is God wants to deliver you from, and it's a whole lot he'll be delivering us from until we're in our glorified bodies. Name it. Alcoholics anonymous. They stand up and say that they're an alcoholic, and they tell the whole story. They name it. They don't get there and say, I'm a baker, I'm a cook, because that's not what they're trying to be delivered from. So as God delivers us from all of our problems and our struggles, let's give him all the glory and all the praise for making us dead to that thing that used to be our life, that thing that we used to be celebrating. So I thank God for this word on today. God, I thank you for the word. I thank you for, once again, Pastor Troy, covering for Minister Sylvia on Friday night. I thank you for keeping Minister Sylvia and her health and her strength and performing the miraculous for you that she'll be sharing, I'm sure, with the listening audience. I don't know if she'll be back on, on tomorrow or Friday or whenever that's between her and God, but I do know that she has a testimony. That God wants her to share with you, it's not about her, but it's about the God, the one and the only true and living God that delivered her, that saved her, that performed the miraculous in and through her. Know this: that our foundational scripture is Matthew six and thirty-three, that says, "But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness." And all of these things shall be added unto you. Know this, that this is the second Sunday in February, where we have every Sunday our service starts at 9.30 Central Standard Time or 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And it's usually going to be me or whoever the Lord um, has for us to have speak on that day. And, And if you call on a Monday night, It's going to be Minister Sylvia, and last week it was Dr. Serena Wright at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Monday will be Pastor Troy. So, yes, you heard him on Friday night, and now you're going to hear him on Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You better know this. He gave everybody a 30-day challenge according to the unctioning of the Holy Spirit. And then on Fri, I mean on Wednesday, Minister Sylvia, if the Lord allows, she'll be doing her podcast at 4 p.m. or somewhere around that time on Wednesday. And then also on Friday night, Minister Sylvia will be back, not unless she has someone cover for her for the Friday night broadcast of Let's Talk. You know this: it starts at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time or 10 p.m. Easter Standard Time, we thank you for all of your prayers. We thank you for all of your support. But most of all, we thank you for obeying God. Be like that laptop that's totally dead to what God has delivered you from. Bye-bye.